Kinsey Presno, and this is Kindle and Kerosene, a podcast where I share stories and strategies to inspire, encourage, and challenge you to ignite your life. Whether you need a spark to get started or fuel to keep going, you're in the right place. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to you. Welcome to episode number 40 of Kindle and Kerosene. I'm Kinsey Presnell, and I am so thankful that you're joining me today. How is it going? I hope that you are sailing right on through June, kicking butt and taking names as you go, right? It is sweet summertime, so I do hope that you are enjoying a few slower days and afternoons, as well as spending plenty of time soaking up that sunshine. Speaking of summer, I want to talk about something that I seem to struggle with more during the summer, I think, than any other time of the year. I'm guessing I struggle a little more this time of year because my kids are at home, we're out of a routine, and all four of us are spending a lot, like I mean a lot, of quality time together. You know, whether you have kids or not, I'm sure that you can relate to the feeling of being busy or fried or overworked or not getting enough time to yourself to just kind of unwind and relax. That feeling that someone always has a question or needs something regardless of it's your kids or your boss or somebody else. Well, over the last few weeks, I've noticed that many times my words aren't exactly what I'd like them to be. I know I've mentioned this to you guys in plenty of episodes, but these podcast ideas are kind of funny. What happens is I'll have a random thought or I'll just kind of notice that I'm struggling a little bit with something. I'll make a mental note to talk about whatever that topic is, at least at some point in the future. And then I'll start reading, seeing, or hearing about that topic everywhere. It's like I just think I just finished a Bible study on words and how we speak. And then I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about words. And then in one of my books that I'm reading, it's all about, you know, the words that we use and the power that they have. So it's like I start seeing this topic everywhere. So today I want to talk about something that's been heavy on my heart and obviously in all of the things I'm reading and seeing lately, and that is the words that we speak. See, your words, they matter. They matter a lot. They can quickly create confidence or they can create destruction. They can build someone or yourself up or they can tear someone or even yourself down. They can be the difference in an incredible deal during a negotiation or a deal that didn't go so well. What you say and how you say it matters. It's funny, just last weekend I had said something to Josh at the table and we were sitting down eating dinner and granted, you know, he had literally asked me the same question a few minutes before, probably like a couple of times. And I had answered it, of course, but he clearly didn't hear me. So he asked me again. Well, that time I kind of snapped a bit and my words weren't exactly full of kindness and grace. I don't even remember what the question was, but I'm pretty sure like my answer was pretty smart. Actually, it was just kind of like I flew off the handle a little bit like, dude, I already answered this question. Why are you asking me again? So instead of my words being full of kindness and grace or even just like conversational words, like just normal, they were sharp and probably a little bit condescending. And he immediately asked like, if I had to answer him that way. It's like, Kinsey, did you really have to say it like that? It took me off guard a bit, but he was right. My answer could have easily been phrased in a way that was productive instead of full of frustration. 
you know, over the last few weeks, I've just kind of started listening. Anywhere that I'm at, I've just kind of start listening. I'm listening to myself, to other people, to coaches, to my kids, to employees at the store, to other customers in the store. And I've just witnessed so many words. And some have been kind and full of life and encouraging and helpful. And others have been rude and discouraging, sharp and unproductive. When we speak, I think we have to really make an effort to evaluate our words. When you speak to yourself, right, because we are constantly speaking to ourselves, whether you realize it or not, like there's always a dialogue happening, whether it's out loud or just in your head. So when you speak to yourself, what kind of words are you using? Are you filling your mind with doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, or comparison? Or are you filling your mind with confidence, grace, courage, boldness, or joy? Right? Those are two very different ways to speak, and they both have a direct effect on your actions. So whether you're speaking to yourself in a negative way or a positive way, it's impacting the way that you act. If you're speaking to someone else, how are you speaking to them? Are you empowering them, building them up, and making them feel like they can accomplish big things? Or are you picking them apart, criticizing everything, or making them feel like they aren't good enough? You know, that's something I have to really watch, especially with my kids. I, especially out of frustration or something like that, they're, they're home a lot and they're wanting to do like video games all day or they're wanting to do this or that. And I'm just having to watch so carefully the way that I'm speaking because it is very easy to begin to just pick them all apart and to criticize everything that they're doing and to just kind of make them feel like they're, I don't know, a centimeter tall instead of just encouraging them and building them up and making them feel like I want them to feel, which is they can do anything that they put their mind to. Yet my words don't always reflect that. If you're speaking just to anyone, we have to really think this through. And I know this sounds so easy and maybe a bit elementary, but controlling your tongue is really, really hard. It is really hard. I've been thinking a lot about why it seems to like so hard to control my tongue. I'm like, listen, I am very guilty of like not thinking before I speak. Just like blurting out whatever crosses my mind without really evaluating the consequences of my words. I've gotten better over the years, but I still have plenty of like foot in the mouth moments. And I, I just think about how different relationships would be or my life would be or conversations would be if I just took that extra two, three, four seconds every time and just thought about the impact that my words were going to have. And I think that there really is a different struggle when you speak to yourself versus when you speak to others. And when it comes to speaking to ourselves, here's where I believe we struggle. At least this is where I seem to struggle. And I think that it starts with just doubt, little seeds of doubt that are sprinkled in through conversations, through a bad day, through a circumstance that maybe you didn't expect, right? These little pieces of doubt are just kind of like sprinkled in and it's not even on purpose. I don't think people are having conversations with you, like making you doubt choices that you're making or whatever it is or doubt yourself. But 
it just through the course of life, these little seeds are planted. And all of a sudden, what happens is, like for me at least, my joy and excitement are suddenly kind of gone. And instead of being like ready and excited about what I'm doing, I'm hyper-focused on what might go wrong or how whatever I'm doing or working on is going to be so hard or how I just might not be ready for whatever it is I want to do. And it all can stem from like one comment, which is crazy. Because after doubt, see what happens is here comes our story. Here comes the story that we tell ourselves. And I've talked a little about stories. I know I talked about it uh, last week when I talked about the anchor, but we all have a story. We have a lot of stories, actually. We're all telling ourselves a story all the time, right? We have one for everything. So often we don't even recognize or think that we're talking to ourselves. It's like if we don't hear the words out loud, we think that we aren't talking. Like if you aren't physically saying, you know, that, 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 you always do this or this always happens or whatever it is. Like we don't say it out loud. We think that there's no conversation happening, but there is. So you tell yourself a story every single time something good happens. Every time something bad happens. Every time you have a win. Every time you have a loss. Every time you make a good choice. Every time you make a bad choice. Every time you look in the mirror. Listen, all day, every day, you're telling yourself a story. You have to tune in. Because the story is most likely happening on a subconscious level. And it's based on past experiences or just the, the, it's a record that's been playing for sometimes years and decades in many of us. So we don't even recognize it. I've talked about it before. It's like white noise in the background. We don't even hear it anymore because it's been on so long. So you must listen and you must address it. You must rewrite that story to be something that is full of positive and encouraging words. Again, you are talking to yourself. You are. So you might as well make the story a good one, right? You want to make the story that you tell yourself one that will set you up to make positive choices and move towards your goals. You don't need to be telling yourself how hard things are going to be, how you aren't smart enough, rich enough, fit enough, or capable enough to conquer your dream. Your dream. Your words absolutely must be in alignment with the person you are trying to become and the life that you're trying to create. I'm going to say that again because I think that is in all the key point. And I think it can apply whether we're talking to ourselves or we're talking to other people. Right? Your words must absolutely be in alignment with the person you are trying to become and the life that you're trying to create. I would write that down. You must speak to yourself the way that you would want others to speak to you. Right? If you, if you were to record the conversation happening in, let's say, just somebody that is known for just constantly winning, winning in life, right? Whether they're a sports star, whether they're a business person, just somebody that always seems to have it going on, right? If you could record their story and then you could record the story of a victim, Somebody that always plays the victim, always blaming, never quite gets what they want. I guarantee you, you're going to see two completely different stories, right? That winner, that winner is constantly telling themselves, 
I got this. Nothing's too hard for me. It doesn't matter what challenge that I face. I'm going to overcome it. I've done this before. I can do it again. It doesn't matter what life throws at me. I've got this. Right? And then you've got the victim on the other hand who's constantly telling himself, oh, everything is so hard for me. I always mess up. I start well and then then everything just falls apart. You know, I wasn't given what other people were given. You know, blah, 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 blah. But you can see the story, right? I'm guessing none of us want the victim life. Most of us are shooting for the winner life, right? So our words have to be in alignment with that. We have to believe them and we have to speak them to ourselves, right? We've got to stop being so critical, right? Most of us are our own worst critic. We've got to stop being so critical and start giving ourselves a little grace, we must challenge ourselves to speak words of life in any and all circumstances. Your life is a product of your thoughts and your words. So pay attention to them because they matter. And not only must we watch the words that we speak to ourselves, but we must also watch how we speak to others. We live in a world, especially right now, where most of us just blurt out or write out whatever comes to mind without ever thinking about how it might affect those around us, right? We just say whatever we think we want to say. And I just told you I'm super guilty of just kind of blurting out without thinking. And I'm not saying that you're not entitled to your opinion because I am so very thankful that we live in a country where we can express our opinion. But I think that we all could do a much, much better job of saying things just a little bit differently, right? We don't, we don't have to say everything, right? We can still rely on the whole, your actions speak louder than your words, right? So we don't have to say everything. And if we have an opinion or a strong opinion, we have to remember that we can say the same thing a few different ways. And the way that we say things matters, right? It's not just the words. It's the way we say the words. It's our tone of voice when we speak, it's how we put them all together. You know, one way of saying something, it might be completely terrible and make the person that you're talking to just com- like feel like crap. Like, geez, this person's mean or what the heck? Why would they say that to me? But by simply rewording the phrase or rewording the words, saying it a different way, the same idea can then be molded into words that get your point across without poking the other person. Right, but poking, I mean, just like aggravating them. Because when we poke somebody or when we say something that immediately causes someone to like, ee, I don't know, like they don't agree with or just strikes them the wrong way, that person, that person's going to stop listening to you and get defensive anyway, right? So you can pretty much guarantee that you aren't getting anywhere with them, right? So what's the point in even like getting so aggravated? I think some of us speak out of frustration and aggravation a lot of times. But when we do that, that person puts up a wall immediately. So they're not even listening. It's like when you get in an argument with your spouse or something and you go in like attack mode, they are not listening to you because they have put up the wall so hard, so fast. They're like all they're doing is ripping me up, ripping me apart. What's new? I'm not even going to listen to this. Right? So there's a way to say something that is productive and there's a way to say the same thing that's unproductive. Right? And what happens sometimes the next time that you talk to this person, when you've kind of just attacked them or poked them or said something that was just like struck them the wrong way, 
the next time you talk to them, they've already got their mind made up that they don't agree with you or that you're a threat to them. Right? So I shouldn't need to tell you this, but this is not a productive way to have a conversation or a relationship. So we have to watch how we say what it is we want to say. Another challenge that most of us face when it comes to how we speak to others is our ego. Our ego, E-G-O. Yes, I said it. I have an ego. You have an ego. We all have an ego, right? And that little or big, in some cases, ego makes us feel like we should elevate ourselves above the person that we're talking to. And this is really easy, I think, especially when uh, someone doesn't agree with you right? Or you just, we immediately see ourselves as we know more or whatever. And now we, we're out to prove ourselves, right? I'm up here, you're down here. And this really comes into play when many of us coach or teach. Listen, you've all been around someone and maybe it was a coach or a teacher or even a parent that literally makes you feel like you are the size of a little ant and they are the shoe that has control over whether or not they step on you or let you live. It's like these people feel like they have to prove themselves and they do that by making the other person feel like they're incompetent. Like, I know all, you know nothing, listen to me and don't say a word. Right? We all know, we've all been in situations like that. No doubt we've all had a coach whose coaching style is one that beats you down. And I've watched this with my kids and in youth sports and it's really interesting, you know, it's all volunteer so you don't pick the coach but... There's always a different coaching style and inevitably there is going to be one coach out there that their style is just to beat these kids down. But I think as we look around, we can all see that making people feel like they aren't good enough or that they're unworthy is not the most productive way to coach. If you look around at the best coaches, and uh, Josh and I actually just watched a documentary on, uh, I think it was Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. It was really interesting to listen to how they coach and how they deal with the people and the players in their life. But if you look around at the best coaches, they have this beautiful balance of challenging their athletes or their students, but doing so with words that build up instead of tear down. It's like they get so much more out of these guys because they have this just incredible way of pushing and challenging, but building up at the same time, making these athletes or these students or whoever it is they're working with feel like they can do anything. They can conquer the world and pushing them to do that while never tearing them down. So as humans, you know, I think I, I really do feel like we all want to think or feel like we're doing a good job. Right? We, we want to think that we're doing a good job. I think that most of us are genuinely trying, right? I think we're, we're doing our best. And it really sucks when it seems like someone's complete MO is to tear you down so that you feel like you can't ever do anything right. And again, this is something I have to watch with my kids, especially as they start to frustrate me or they start to, you know, just like, it does feel like, no, they can't do anything right sometimes, honestly, but I can't say that. Right? No one wants to be around someone that just tears them down constantly. And just you walk in and you're like, I oh, know I'm already like, they're already going to have something bad to say. Like, they're not going to like anything that I do. Listen, no one, no one needs you to tell them everything that they're doing wrong. And they certainly don't need you to do it in a condescending way. I don't care what they're doing. They don't need you to point it all out. 
And listen, I'm speaking to myself as much as anyone else here because like, it is really easy for me to criticize and to point out what's wrong. That is really easy for me. Right? So I'm having to talk to myself and remind myself of this all the time. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that where someone is just constantly tearing you down, but it is no fun. And what it does is it starts this cycle of negative self-talk, right? What, how someone speaks to you and treats you can begin easily to make you think and begin to tell yourself, you never get anything right. You always fail. You can't do this right. You can't do that right. Why am I so dumb? Whatever it is. Right? Someone points out how bad you do everything and now guess what you focus on? I'll give you a hint. It's not the positive. Right? Your focus is now drawn to the negative or to what everybody else is pointing out or what that person pointed out. You know, Josh and I were talking about this the other day as it relates to coaching. You know, we were talking about, uh, we were doing some teaching on the power clean and it is a super complex movement and if you put anyone under a microscope you're going to find something. Well, probably a lot of things actually to correct. You know, we have new members in the gym all the time that are just learning the barbell. Maybe they have never picked one up in their life. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm already nervous. I have, I don't even know what to do. I'm already scared of it, right? My confidence is already in the toilet, right? So they're just walking in. They're just learning the barbell. So I see this all the time. And as a coach, I have to watch my words. You know, the movement itself takes a long time to learn and it can just be mentally and physically frustrating at the beginning because you're already seeing like, I'm not getting this. Like this is not making sense. Right? So take this person who is just learning. They've probably, they're, they're already overwhelmed, completely overwhelmed a bit by the movement. Like if they've never done it before, they're looking around like, oh my gosh, like what did I get myself into? They're probably already questioning their ability, like all of these things. So now here comes a coach who points out 10 things that they're doing wrong. Coach says, wow, you really don't do a good job of this or bluntly says like you're doing all of this wrong. And guess how this person feels now, right? They're completely defeated. They definitely don't feel confident. They probably feel incapable, right? There, there's always a better way to say what we want to say in a kind way. We can challenge someone while still building them up. We can choose to focus on what they're doing well because there is something that they're doing well. And then we can find a way to use our words to teach them, right? We can have someone walk in feeling like they have no idea what they're doing, like there's no way they're going to be able to do that. And we we can have them walk out feeling like they had a win, Right, And that's the goal because we want other people to come back and to keep working on themselves. And we can use our words to encourage them to want to get better. Right, It's a crazy thing. We, our words can make someone want to quit or they can make someone want to come back and learn more. Right, Because they saw a little win, they got a little bit of momentum. So our words, guys, they are so powerful. We must pay close attention to the words that we speak to ourselves. We must pay attention to the words that we speak to others. We must pay attention to the stories 
that are playing in our head over and over and over again. I just want to leave you with this quote from Robin Sharma. He says, words can inspire and words can destroy. Choose yours well. And this week, I just want to challenge you to watch your words. Watch your words. Watch what you say and how you say it. Right? If you say something that you're like, ooh, that was a little sharp, or maybe that wasn't necessary, or maybe I could have said that in a different way, rephrase it. Guys, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, sorry, I shouldn't have said it that way. Let me rephrase it. See how much further you get in conversation and in relationships and how much more productivity you get out of an athlete or your kid or your employee or just someone that you want to do something for you. Right? It's a complete game changer in conversation and the way that people want to show up when they're around you. So that is what I've got for you guys this week. I hope that you have an awesome day. Uh, I am, I did want to let you know, I am going to take a few weeks off from the podcast uh, for the rest of June. We're prepping for vacation and just uh, some changes that are going on in the gym. And I'm just going to take a breather and hang with my kids for a couple of weeks. So I will see you back in July, first week of July. So have an amazing 4th of July weekend. This week or today, I want to encourage you to go make a difference, right? Smile at somebody, invest in yourself, laugh a little, right? Let's work together to make this world a better place. If you need me in the meantime, over the next few weeks, please feel free to reach out. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback and what you have to say. And just want you to know that I'm here to help you however I can. And if you aren't a member of the FF Training Center, but you're local, come on in, man. I'd love to say hi, show you around. We'd love to have you try some classes. And if you are a member of the FF Training Center, I will see you right on through uh, all summer long. But I hope you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find me on social media at Fixed On Fitness. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Go have an awesome day.